0: Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, Wellness and Organizational Coach and Yin and Nidra Yoga Instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Neral King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing ways to enjoy an organized, happy, stress-free, well, relatively stress-free, school holidays. If you're wanting some simple tips to enjoy your school holidays while juggling work or other commitments, then this episode is for you. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing some ways to help you enjoy an organized, stress-free school holidays. Well, as stress-free as we can have when we're trying to juggle work and other commitments in our lives. Summer holidays are a great time to enjoy the break from regular school routine with your family. And it's just that time when you've got downtime after Christmas rush and even just the year that we've had 2021 or really the last two years. So holidays though can be hard sometimes especially if you're trying to juggle your own work while entertaining kids. I know for myself i I've definitely got better at this over the past two years now that we've been doing remote learning as well as trying to juggle work. And my kids have got into a better routine with this and understand it a little bit more than they did previously. The other thing you may be finding hard is that your kids need structure and routine, just like school. And holidays doesn't give them that structure and routine that they maybe need. Especially for children who with autism, ADHD, ADD and other developmental delays, they really thrive when they have regular routine. They need that structure and they need the predictability. Their brain likes the predictability and knowing what's going to happen next. I've got a few ideas of routines and things to do to help your children adapt over the holidays and help you have a stress-free school holidays. So the first thing is around ideas of caring for kids, how you can actually do both, um, caring as well as maybe do your work. So things that I've done with my children is um, scheduling play dates with both family members, friends, their own friends. And it's either being a swap. So maybe I've looked after their kids for the day and done activities with the children. And then they've had my kids a different day. And I've had that day to be able to do my work. And that Mm -hmm. has worked really well. Even if it's just a couple of hours where your kids are meeting up and having a play date and you're getting just that time to get on top of the housework or maybe it's things related to work. Another thing is doing holiday program, which is great when we're able to access holiday programs. I know for myself, my children have been doing holiday programs for a very long time since they were like five at starting school and so they're a little bit more resistant going now that they're a bit older but that is definitely a great option when children are younger and if you have no other option you have no other family or friends that you can do this exchange especially if you're trying to work five days a week. Another thing is getting a carer in to look after your kids while you're working and that I've definitely done over the past two years is had someone come in to work with my children while I have been able to do work or taken them out, driven them to do a particular activity, go down to the beach during the day while I've done a couple of hours of work. The last idea that I have, a teenager babysitter has worked really well for our family over the past two years it's just that less gap in between their ages, and they're more relatable, and then they don't see it as actually a babysitter. And it's been great because they've been able to take them out, ride their bikes around the neighborhood, and they've taken them into the movies. And it's just great role modeling, showing them what they need to do to be able to be independent in our neighbourhood during the school holidays. And it's obviously a lot more affordable for a teenager to to give them that responsibility than obviously what you would pay an adult um, carer who's coming in. So that has worked really well for us over the past um, two years. So I highly recommend looking at someone who is a local teenager in your area who's looking for a little bit of extra cash over the holidays and who would love to work with your kids for two or three hours a day. The next one is around creating structure. So on the weekend, we write down all the ideas that they'd like to do in the holidays. And then we look at the week that we have or the two weeks if it's um you know, general September school holidays or Easter school holidays. And we look at the week, what we have, and we try to work out when we're going to do those particular activities. So we schedule also my work in then around that. So it might be that I'm going to work in the afternoons and the kids are going to have devices in the afternoon. I might be out with clients in the morning and therefore that's when the babysitter is with them. Maybe then the next day it might be that I'm with my children and there's no actual work being done or I do a little bit of work later on in the afternoon when they're having some downtime on devices or watching TV or watching a movie. We will also look at days where we will stay at home and then we'll have days where we go out. So I wouldn't schedule all the going out activities each day because I know that they don't cope very well. But that might be your kids might be able to cope better at going out consistently. Ours don't. So we do one day at home, day activities that they can do at home and then we look at activities that we'll do outside of the home. Then I also have a whiteboard. So the whiteboard which has got obviously the ideas of things that they can do each day that they can do around the house. But we also have a big whiteboard that has all of the ideas scheduled out so that they can see, okay, on Tuesday, we're going to the beach. On Friday, we're going to the movies. So they can see each day what the activities are. I really like looking at having morning activities and then afternoons, so dividing your day into before lunch and after lunch. It also works really well for scheduling and it also means that you don't need to necessarily have time attached to the activities, so it can be a little bit fluid and help to keep that holiday feel but yet will give that predictability and that routine for children who need that in their days. I also think it's great, think about the time of day when you're going to have the most energy and maybe when it's not going to be so hot as we're moving into summer holidays. So we will think about the activities that we need to be out of the house, possibly might be in the morning so that we can come home, have lunch and then have the afternoon to sort of do some things around the house instead. Really think about when it is the best time. Maybe your children like to sleep in and laze around and they're more active in the afternoon and that's when you would schedule it. So just think about, according to your family, how that would work, whether it's the morning or the afternoon is a better time that you're going to leave the house to do the activities. The next thing is around you and your ritual and how you're going to cope. And this is going to help you to feel less stressed because we can't pour from an empty cup and you can't help your family get through a hectic morning if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. So before the kids wake up, is a great time to even just take a few minutes to center and care for yourself and your well-being. Another thing to remember is that if you're feeling stressed, your family will pick up on that energy and that just feeds the stress of children. Children will then feel maybe dysregulated themselves only because you're feeling that stress and you're giving out that energy as well. So some things for morning routines that you might like to try is spending five minutes writing down three things that you're grateful for, or even just having them in your mind. What are the three things that I'm grateful for today or from the previous day? The next one is going for a walk or doing some gentle stretches. But basically it's about moving your body and getting the blood flowing and moving, which helps release endorphins, dopamine and serotonin that make you feel good, which helps you to start the day on a positive note. 10 minutes of Uh, Movement is all you need to get the blood flowing and to have these beautiful benefits and make you feel better. The next one is connecting with nature. So, when we connect with nature, it helps to ground you, it helps you to deal with situations calmly throughout the day when we're feeling grounded. Mother nature has a beautiful effect on actually centering us and making us feel better and more connected to ourselves and to the environment around us. One of the things I love to do is stand bare feet out on the grass. Another thing is for grounding yourself is watering your plants or watching a sunrise if you get up early enough. Walking on the beach so you're surrounded by water as well is another option or just getting out in nature in the backyard is enough and listening to the birds will help you to connect back and ground yourself. So using five mindful moments is another way of connecting and building a morning ritual for yourself. So think of the number five and take five deep breaths. With the number four, listen out for four things in your environment. And then for number three is notice three things just visually around you and maybe being um, grateful for those three things that you can see. Number two would be finding two things that you can smell. Maybe it's the clothes, maybe it's your deodorant that you're wearing, or maybe you're actually making a cup of tea or coffee for yourself and you can smell that or breakfast. And number one is having one thing that you could taste. So tasting something, trying something, a drink, or whether it's something to eat, and just using those five things to connect and ground yourself as well. Otherwise, you could always try a meditation app on your phone and trying one five-minute meditation to also help you to connect back and be mindful. I'll share in the show notes my two YouTube videos of meditations. They've got beautiful visuals that you can watch and um, listen to the short meditations. They're only three to five minutes long. The next thing to consider is reducing the clutter in your home. You know, holidays are a great time to start to declutter. It's when you have a little bit more time and why not get the kids to help? Kids are great at decluttering toys and things. They know exactly what they use and what they don't use. They may not be so good at letting go the things they don't use, but they're generally happy to let them go of out of their base or the lounge area, or the toy area, as long as you may be keeping them somewhere else for the moment until they're ready to let go of them. But definitely using this time when you've got your children there to actually declutter their things or their room. It's a lot easier to remain calm when your home is not a mess, because clutter causes overwhelm to us all. You know, a clutter-free home means that also most of the family knows where to find things and they're able to put things away in their homes that have been created as well. They don't need to ask you where things are because they know because there's a home for that thing. You can go back and check out episode 15 for more ideas to start to declutter your home or even episode 6 which has some planning tips to reduce your mental load and there's some also ideas around decluttering. And the final part is maintaining a night ritual. So obviously over Christmas holidays, it's normal to stay up a bit later than we usually do. And even if you are going to bed later, you could still try to use these sleep rituals to get your body ready for sleep. So starting by dimming your lights or turning off your phone or TV at least an hour before Going to bed. So your body is then registering. It's time for me to slow down because a lot of these shows and things that we're watching are actually keeping us awake and keeping us, our, our mind thinking that we're still staying up and, and not helping us to shut down and slow down. Electronics such as our computers and, and our iPads and phones also admit a blue light that tricks our body into thinking it's daytime and it stops the release of melatonin, which means it's harder for us to sleep. So by doing this an hour before bed, the melatonin starts to be released. Our body then goes, oh yes, it's ready for sleep for me. I need to start to wind down and you'll start to feel a little bit more sleepy. Another thing could be taking a relaxing bath and using like some essential oils like lavender or chamomile that help to induce sleep as well or maybe it's reading a book before bedtime. It's finding that activity or something that you can do that's away from screens that helps then for your body to go, ah, this is when we're about to go to sleep. Maybe it's even listening to a meditation or a sleep nidra yoga. So I will share a, a link to that actually, a nidra yoga, in the show notes as well. So I hope by sharing ideas to help you care for your kids also create structure and then thinking about yourself and a morning routine, clutter and a night ritual for yourself that you can enjoy a stress-free, organized school holidays. I'd love for you to share with me on Instagram or Facebook your favourite activity that you like to do with your children over the summer months. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love. Head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time.